Hi, everyone. Welcome to my first Cheetah Girl podcast. In today's episode, we are going to discuss Borden 1979's conceptualization of the Therapeutic Working Alliance, which is one of the key pillars of Saffron and Moran's 2000s work, Negotiating the Therapeutic Alliance. Edward Borden was an innovative thinker, influential researcher, and an inspiring teacher. One of his greatest contributions to psychology and counseling is his conceptualization of the Therapeutic Working Alliance. As someone who was always interested in how the dimensions of the counseling process interact with the personal attributes of the person seeking help, Borden refocused refocused the field on the client-therapist relationship. With that in mind, Borden, 1979, suggested that a good working alliance is a prerequisite for change in all forms of psychotherapy. He conceptualized the therapeutic working alliance as consisting of three interdependent components, goals, tasks, and the bond. The strength of the alliance is dependent on the degree of agreement between the client and the therapist about the goals and tasks of therapy and on the quality of the relational bond between them. The therapeutic working alliance between the person who seeks change, the client, and the one who offers to be a change agent, the therapist, is one of the keys, if not the key, to the change process. In other words, the goodness of fit between the person seeking change and the change agent is of utmost importance. The alliance, however, is complex and dynamic, and it highlights the importance of negotiation between client and therapist about the goals and tasks of therapy. As previously mentioned, Borden 1979 conceptualized the therapeutic working alliance as consisting of three interdependent components, goals, tasks, and the bond. Goals are the general objectives toward which treatment is directed. Tasks are the specific activities, whether overt or covert, that a client must engage in to benefit from therapy. And the bond is the effective quality of the relationship between the client and the therapist. It is the extent to which the client feels understood, respected, valued, heard, etc. It is the nature of the human relationship. So why are goals, tasks, and bond important? They are important because they provide a framework for guiding the therapeutic interventions in a flexible manner. They also highlight the importance of the negotiation between the client and the therapist about the goals and tasks of therapy. And finally, they help the therapist address ruptures or disagreements about the goals, tasks, and the bond. So when there is a disagreement about the goals or tasks, the therapist can address them directly or indirectly. If the therapist decides to address them directly, the therapist would perhaps revisit the therapeutic rationale or microprocess or explore core relational themes with the client.
If the therapist were to address it indirectly, the therapist would reframe the meaning of the tasks and goals for the client, or perhaps even change the tasks and goals. Similarly, if there is a problem with the bond, the therapist can address it directly or indirectly. If the therapist chooses to address it directly, the therapist will clarify misunderstandings or explore core relational themes with the client. If the therapist chooses to address it indirectly, the therapist will ally with the resistance or provide a new relational experience for the client. And this concludes my first podcast about Borden 1979's conceptualization of the Therapeutic Working Alliance. Thank you.